listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Reginaldo's Pizza is the only handmade, homemade pizza available within the retail market. At 26 years old, Adrian Grasso has owned Reginaldo's Pizza for almost five years. Adrian had worked part-time at Reginaldo's when it was a restaurant as a doughboy whilst finishing school. Adrian's father owned a gourmet deli in Sydney's Dulwich Hill and was buying pizza bases from Reginaldo's for their deli. He soon discovered the business was for sale and encouraged Adrian to buy the business at 21 years old. While it hasn't been a simple journey, Adrian has grown the annual sales to the highest ever this year. Reginaldo's Pizza are now undergoing construction to expand their facilities and have large orders coming in from Harris Farm Market and IGA. Every pizza is handmade using high quality ingredients, no added sugar, artificial colours or flavours. Hi Adrian, thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm really, really well. I was just saying before we hit record, I'm very excited to speak to you about your business because it looks like you've done amazing, amazing things. So there's a lot for us to talk about. Yeah, there is. is. (laughs) So (laughs) before we get into the business, I'd love to learn a little bit about you. Um, So my background pretty much has always been in food and um, uh, small business um, operations. So I started working for my parents in their deli when I was seven years old. Um, and before that, my father grew up in a deli in Sicily. So it, it's all stemmed from a long line of food. And um, my whole life has been small business, how to run a small business, the ups and downs and yeah, the struggles of having a small business and persevering. Yeah. Yep. Well, the thing with a small business, I always say, it's like you feel every single speed bump, no matter how exactly. many years you've been going for. <laughs> so true. So true. So when you started working at seven, what was that like? It was different back then. I, I suppose back then you don't see it as a job. You see it more as a, um, like a novelty sort of thing and it's like a new experience and putting like little items on the shelf was all fun and everything. And But just... As you grow and seeing the business change and hardships that come and changing clientele, it's all stuff you pick up pick up on, but you never put it together until I guess you've gained a better perspective of what a business is and how to yeah. run a business. Mm. Um, it's all things you notice. Like the biggest thing back then was having you know, all the grandparents used to come in and buy lots of like deli goods for their family in lots in like in five hundred grams of this, a kilo of that. And it changed from, within 20 years, it changed from something like that to, oh, can I have two slices for my sandwich and coming in every day, more regular visits and things that you pick up on that, you know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it changes your perspective of a business. So interesting. Yeah, because consumer yeah. behaviour has changed so much. And, like, yeah. even now, it's just, it feels like the changes are speeding up every year we yeah. go past. Exactly. Yeah. It's a changing, um, changing work lifestyle as well, I suppose. Like everything's yeah. grab and go these days because we have no time for ourselves. That's right. So what yeah. kind of um, things did you sell in your parents' deli? I'm assuming it was like salamis and cheeses and exactly. fresh yeah, fruit and veg. Of, yeah, or well, not fresh fruit and veg, but okay. we had um, very um, big 
um, what's it called? Like a, a, a big arrangement of South uh, South American, European, continental goods that you couldn't really find anywhere else. So we had mm. a, a, a massive variety of stuff like that. Um, and yeah, we actually won small business awards three times in our 20 years and and finalists pretty much every year after that. So yeah, yeah did we, you find, we tried our best. Did you find that people would travel to come to that deli? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had people coming from from like the eastern suburbs to from Central Coast. It was it was ridiculous. Like we had people coming from everywhere. Wow. Um, Which area were you in? We're in Dulwich Chill. Okay. All right then. Yeah. So fast forward. So you spent many, yep. many, many years working there. Yep. And then I believe you, you started sourcing pizzas from Reginaldo's. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So tell us what area. Yeah, they were a pizzeria in Dremoyne and um, we used to buy a lot of their, their pizza bases for the deli, funnily enough, um, and they had the restaurant. They were making them out of the restaurant at a time. So um, I kind of wanted to do something different and try a different job out while I was going through year 11 and 12. So I worked in their pizzeria and I was making these pizza bases in a wood fire oven, 20 at a time in a wood fire oven, and it kind of all grew from there pretty much. Wow. So were they then being vacuum sealed and then That's sold? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So then what happened? So um, then tragically one of the owners of the of Reginaldo's passed away, so the business went up for sale. And my dad really wanted to get out of the deli after I think it was 18 years at the time and um, try something different and he wanted really wanted to work with me and because I had been at Coles managing a, at one of the Coles um, supermarkets in the inner west for about five years, he thought maybe it would be a good challenge for me as well. So um, he pushed me to take on the business and, and yeah, and that's how we got into it. Wow. All right then. Yep. So you then purchased Reginaldo's, what would we say like five years ago now? Yeah, it's been, yeah we're going to our fifth year exactly. All right yep. then. Okay. So has the business changed from when you bought uh, it to what it is now? Yeah, dramatically. Um, okay. So in a few ways like obviously we've, we've grown our clientele quite a bit um we've stretched from just the retail side of the business into the food service now as well and we've also brought out our second brand which is the homemade pizza co which is our sourdough bases our sourdough pizzas and um yeah we've moved we've moved our factory we grew out of our first factory we kind of growing out of our second factory now so it's just <laughs> one, oh my gosh. One thing after the other. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you were about 21 when you bought into this business, weren't you? Yeah. Oh my yep. gosh. Far out. Did you know what you were doing? Not really. <laughs> 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 I mean, yes, yes and no. Like I knew the, the good thing, I learned a few things in my times at, at Coles and, and working yeah. for Dad, like, you know, how, how to build a relationship with your staff and, and get the most out of your staff and make them feel like they're, they're at home and they want to help you and they want to grow with you. So that really helped. Like I can't stress how the importance of having a good relationship with your staff. Um, it's more, more like a lot of people say you've got to be, you've got to separate yourself as a business owner to your staff, but being in there with them and, and willing them to grow and then them willing you to grow, it, it builds a great culture for your business to eventually get more success like grow. Yeah. yeah and I think also it encourages loyalty which is so important exactly. yeah yeah yep. 
So how did you navigate from there to now? Because, you know, as you say, a lot's changed and it's grown hugely. So, you know, when you first started growing beyond that original model, is that when you tapped into food service next? Um, No, it was. So the the first thing I did um, when we outgrew our original model, I, I stepped back and I said, how can this business be better? And then I started setting myself small goals. It was um, pretty much I stopped and I said, okay, so if we can produce this amount of pizzas, I think it was 900 pizzas at the time in one day, that was our maximum. Like how can we produce more in one day? And I started from the production, then I started to grow the customers, then I started to see like everything develop from there. But it was one small goal at a time, starting from how many uh, doughs we could mix a day to how many pizzas we could source a day, how many we could pack a day, and then growing one step at a time. Yeah. Yep. So at some yep. point along the way, you would have grown out of the kitchen where yep. you were producing. So yep. because this is what happens with so many businesses, you know, they start off with a small kitchen and they're just doing everything and they're like, oh, my gosh, I now know that I need to make that step, but I just don't know how um, yep. and, you know, how the figures are going to stack up along the way. And also even just finding the location is really difficult. So That's how did you part. approach, I mean, Breaking it down into steps is absolutely the right thing to do because otherwise it's paralyzing. But, you know, how did you find the location? Um, It was actually a fluke. So um, we knew of this location because uh, my cousin that I I used to work for as well when I was in my teens, he used to make hot cross buns in his bakery. Um, He used to work in the bakery next door to me. So we knew of the location. I just happened to Google it one day to see if there was a, one of the factories in this complex available and this factory was up for lease so I jumped on it yeah. <laughs> and there was uh, twice the size of our previous factory and um, you know we, we, we kept pushing and pushing and now we own this factory and we also need to expand this factory so wow it's, um, yeah. <gasps> incredible okay so tell us about your pizzas what makes them unique um, so we make everything by hand and um, we we stretch the dough by hand, we source by hand, we make our own sauce, um, we shred our own cheese, we shred our own ham, we slice our own small goods, everything, every part of it is still done by hand so that we don't skip out on the flavour, we don't skip out on the quality. If there's a problem, we see it firsthand, we take the piece. We, everything that we can control, we, we, we do control. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. What about the produce? Where's it sourced from? Is it locally or...? So our fruit and veg, we go to the markets uh, twice a week to go and source our own fruit and veg. Um, and then our um, small goods, are, most of them are made in Australia. Um, obviously, with the relationships that we built in the deli in those years, um, that's where, um, where I had, yeah, had some relationships with people in the small goods industry. So I kind of like went up to them saying, look, I've got a new project. Can you help me? Um, how can we be, be different to everybody else and all that sort of stuff? Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So where, you know, like how you're doing the home, what, how do you even, um, how do you categorise it, the ones where you can just go and buy off the shelf? Oh, so they're just it's pretty much grab and go. Grab and go. But it's instead of like grab and go has a negative connotation because yeah. obviously you think grab and go, you think heaps of preservatives, sugar, artificial colours, flavours, and, you know, it's not necessarily healthy. Um, our pizza is pretty much, it's... You could make the same thing at home. The only thing is that it's there for you to do already. Like just chuck mm. it in the oven, crisp it up, eat it. Simple. 
Oh my yeah. gosh, that sounds so good. So where can people buy these from? Um, so we're in um, a homemade pizza called the Sourdough Varieties in Harris Farm. And um, our Reginaldo's brand is in uh, IGAs pretty much all over the inner west. And we've expanded now to Central Coast. We've got one or two in Melbourne. So, yeah, Gosh. slowly but surely we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. So what's the plan for this year? Is it to expand further in Melbourne? Um, this year, yeah, it's expand further in Melbourne and in Queensland and also to expand our food service. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be busy. So what would you say is your role in the business now? Because obviously that's changed as the business has grown. Yep. Well, I still get down in, in there. So I'm still packing orders. I'm still mixing doughs, um, helping with the toppings or whatever it needs to be just down. And, and it's kind of before it used to be, I used to do most of it myself. So all the packing is to myself, deliveries, uh, mixing the doughs and all that sort of stuff. I was doing all that by myself as well as managing like, you know, the accounts and, and ringing up customers and getting orders and all that sort of stuff. But now I've been able to step back and kind of delegate but not from too far away. So I still like being down there and, and helping out and making sure that everything's going 100% the way it should yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, you're busy. How long are your work days? Um, on average, we, I do about a 70, hour, 70 to 80-hour week. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my gosh. What time are you getting up in the mornings? I usually start work between 4.30 and 5 sometimes, depending how busy that day is. Yeah. Seven days uh, a week? Uh, we do, no, uh, five days. Five. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we don't get home till late, uh, till late most days, but um, it's all worth it. When you see, yeah. when you kick one goal, you're just like, all right, I'm getting there and I'm, mm. and I'm doing this. And, and then bit by bit, I suppose, you can kind of like back off a, kind of, a little bit and just, but, you know, and you can you, you get those hours back eventually, but yeah. For now, so, while we're growing, I think it's important to yeah. do whatever I can. Do yeah. you find then on the weekends you're in catch up mode, just kind yeah. of getting life stuff done? Yeah, pretty much. So my mum really doesn't like the way my bedroom is most <laughs> 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 the time because it's just like during the week there's no time to do anything, so no. everything's just around. And Saturday, Sundays, catch up time, family time, take yeah. the the dog for a walk and all that sort of stuff, oh, see friends, gosh. try and get some exercise in, yeah. Do you yeah. ever feel like, you know, you're on the brink of burnout or do you feel like you've just got everything under control and you feel fine? Uh, yeah, I feel a lot of the time like yeah, it, it gets you down sometimes. I'm not going to say it doesn't. Mm. I guess that's the, that's the downfall of having your own business when, you know, you might be short of on, on cash flow for one month and uh, you got, you got to pay all your bills and people are asking you for money and you're just like, it's coming, it's coming, I know it's coming, you just got to help me out for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but and then that gets you down. But I, I suppose it wouldn't be if it was easy. Everyone would be doing it. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Is there one particular hurdle that stands out that has been bigger than all the others? Uh, the biggest hurdle was definitely losing my dad. Right. Um, that that yeah kind of changed my entire perspective of everything. It changed obviously changed my life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was the biggest thing, I suppose, yeah. Yep. Well, because he's the one that encouraged you to buy into this business. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He did. He did. So if it yeah. wasn't for him, your life could have been quite different. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so pretty much, uh, we always uh, saw saw that you know once you retired, you come give me a hand and, and you know help me out, stuff like that. But um, mm. yeah, obviously that didn't get to happen. But yeah, you know, it's also pushed me um, much harder. So to work harder, to grow faster, and to do as much as I can. Mm. So there's definitely an upside to that to something yeah. like that changing your life. Yeah. Absolutely, my goodness. So, where can we've already said everyone can find your pizzas in Harris Farm and IGA throughout yep. areas in Sydney and some of Victoria. Um, a few businesses to come and pick up for themselves, and um, right, you know, especially ones that are in rural areas, they'll come yeah. and, and pick up and and themselves and and do their runs. But yeah, right. So, do yeah. they? To do that, then they obviously get in contact with you prior via the website to kind That's of correct. like, yeah, have a chat and then organize orders. That's it. That's right. Yep. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Sounds amazing. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for joining us here today. No problem. Thank you for having me.